0: What do I have to do? What do I have to say? Because I want to be a follower of Christ. Amen? Amen. 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 Let me lift the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. We love you, we praise you, and we adore you. Yes, Lord. Giving all praise to God, our Father. To you, my brothers and sisters in Christ, good, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. You know what we've had this morning, we really need it. You know that? Uh, we we need this, huh? this. Because it was, it was Joshua who said, uh, uh, whose side of your own? Yes, and it's like this. A scenario like we've already had Demonstrate. whose side. Who's we are wrong. But you don't have to stay on the wrong side. You have the opportunity while you still have flesh and blood your, and your body to join the right side. Lord. Amen. 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 I love the Lord. You know why I love him? He heard my cry. Lord. And he set me free. Amen. Amen. He set me free from my sin. Those sins that bound me down. Huh? Moses said he decided to be mistreated with the people of God rather than to enjoy the pleasures of sin. That's long. That only lasts a little while. He decided to be mistreated, y'all, rather than to enjoy the pleasures of sin. Amen? Amen. 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 So I thank God for what he has done, allowed to happen. We see where we are. And seeing where we are, we know where we need to go. Uh, it's ironic. It's ironic. It's very ironic, Sister Jay. You know what we've been talking about on Thursday? Mm. You know what God told the church of Suggles? I see your work. I see your service. But what did he say? But man, Y'all remember what he said? Mm. God, Brother then we've we been studying on Thursday night. We have Bible study. God told the church of Sodom, I see your work. You do creative work. You do good work. But God told him, Reverend, yeah. I got this against you. You're dead. He said, you're dead. You're doing all that work. But he said, you're dead. And he said, get it straight. Unless I, I, if you don't get it straight, i remove my stand from my mother. You know what he said? That's right. Yes, sir. He said, "I will remove my lampstand from among you, get it straight." And he said, "To those who get it straight, I will dress you in white, and you will walk with me." That's the news. What's good about it is he will give, give us a chance to get it straight. And he said, "We shall be clothed in white." And walk with him. See God. Somebody already said it. God does not. He's not a judgment, a, a condemning God. He gives us a chance during life to to, to straighten out the stuff that we got to handle because we can't take it to heaven. So, Lord, expose me. <laughs> I don't mind God exposing me. Expose me. Expose me. Why? Because I want to get rid of all that stuff so I can go to heaven. That's what All right, let me uh, continue on before I mess around and preach. On the back of your program, Psalms 27, selected verses. We will read our scripture reading from Psalms 27. If you have your program, and I pray that you do, uh, let's get it in our hand. And in in respect to the Lord, if you're going to read with us, please stand, the Word of God. Psalms 27. The Lord is my life and my salvation whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked come against me to eat my flesh, my enemies and foes to in my fall. Though an army may encamp and camp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. One thing I have desired the Lord, the Lord that I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the, the house, Lord all the
1: days of my
0: life, all the days to, to behold be the beauty of the glory of the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy also upon me and answer me. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in the womb I because of my enemies. Let's read together. Wait O the, the Lord. The Lord. The be of good courage, and he, he shall strengthen your, your heart. heart. He Wait. is <laughs> Father, we thank you that we all can testify today that you have smiled on us and you have been good to us. And we want to be quick to thank you, oh God, for all that you have done. We thank you for your expression of love. We thank you for your patience with us, oh God. And we thank you, Father, that no matter what we've done, you wash away our sin and allow us to be your servants, to do your work and your will. Thank you, oh God. Now, Father, we want to hear your word today. We want to know and we want to hear what you have to tell us. Give us clear minds, clear hearts, clear our heads, Father, that we may receive the word of God. Give me preaching power of oh God. Use me, O oh God, as you seek it. Help me to feed these sheep. That you have made me steward. Of you. Have your way. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And all God's people said. Amen. 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 Are you ready for the word of God? Amen. Amen. Huh? Amen. Let's take off set and clothe ourselves in the Spirit of God that we may hear what God has to say to us. Giving our praise to God, our Father. To you, my brothers and sisters, good morning. Isn't it good to be in the Lord's house one more time? Isn't it good to be among God's people? I was glad when they said to me, come, let us go into the Father's house. Amen? Amen. 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 If you have your Bible today, I want to invite you over into Genesis, chapter 41. Now, if you have a problem finding Genesis, see me at the end of the service, and I will enroll you into my Bible study class on how to work your way through the Bible. Amen? Amen. Genesis, chapter 41. I can tell you already that we're not going to Make it to all of this message. But we're going to dump a load and we'll go back another time and get the next load. Amen? Amen? You will pray for me, won't you? Amen. Pray that the Lord had me clearly give you the message that He, t- he gave me to give to you. Amen? Amen? Genesis chapter 41, starting at verse 38. Genesis. Chapter 41, starting at verse 38. And Pharaoh said to his servants, Can we find such a one as this? A man in whom is the Spirit of God. Then Pharaoh said to Job, Inasmuch as as God has shown you all this, there is no one as discerning and wise as you. You shall be over my house. And all my people shall be ruled according to your word. Only in regard to the throne will I be greater than you. And Pharaoh said to Jonah, See, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. Again, verse 38. Can we find such one as this, a man in whom is the spirit of God. I want to hang a banner on this message. And the banner I want to put on this message is profile of a godly leader. Profile of a Godly leaders. You will pray with me Now, some of you will know that the pastor loves this text quite a bit. Genesis chapter 41, verses 38 through 41. I love this text quite a bit. And with this text, we want to talk about profile. Of a godly leader, you see, we're trying to build some leaders here at home We are trying to build and make some leaders here at home And if you're gonna be a godly leader, if you're gonna be a leader in the church. If you're going to be a leader that helped this pastor, you need to know what the profile looks like. You know what I'm talking about? Almost anything that you do on your ele- electronic devices, your social media, your email, whatever you try to do on your electronic device, you're going to need a, word, a pro. Five. That electronic device want to know who you are. It want to know something about you. So it can know how to represent you to the world. And if the electronic device needs a profile, you ought to have a profile at God's church. Now when you get that electronic device, don't you fill out your own profile? Yep. Well, if you had to do a profile today of being a God leader, what would be in your profile? What is a profile? A profile provides a description of who you are. It gives information about you or give information about something, so that when we read the profile, it can be considered an introduction to who you are. Let me help you fill out, let me help you start with your profile. You mind if I help you? Can I help you? If you don't need no help, I won't give you help. First thing, what's your name? You ought to know that. What's your name? And if it's a godly profile, you ought to be able to check the box that says, I'm a Christian. And then if there's a box that says, I love God, you ought to be able to check that box. Then the next box says, I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm sometimes i filled. A am partially oh, I don't know what the Holy Spirit is. We're talking about a profile of a godly leader. What does your profile look like? Maybe they ought to have a date when you first come to know the Lord. Maybe they ought to have a, 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 a box that says how long you've been walking with the Lord. There's another box that says, Am I acting in a church? You get the idea. We're talking about a profile of a godly leader. And we're talking about a leader, not a profile of a godly leader. Now, the pastor needs your profile. I need your profile. If you're going to be in leadership at this church, I need to see what your profile looks like. I'm mean looking for a godly leader. somebody who can be in control, somebody responsible, responsible for making spiritual decisions, somebody who can solve problems in a godly way. You know, Moses was the judge of the problem solver for the Israelites. But one day, General came and saw Moses, and all the folks that Moses was trying to lead, he was trying to do his very best to lead God's people. And he would sit and he would advise God's people as they came to him. But General came to him and said, what is this you're doing? This is not good. Jethro said, you're only one man. And you cannot lead all of these people by yourself. Jethro said, you need help. appoint some people to help you counsel and judge God's people. See, I as pastor, y'all are going to hold me responsible to preach. If I don't have God's word to preach to you, you're going to be kind of angry. Upset that there's nobody to give you the word of God. For the Bible says, how can you hear? Without a preacher. I got to be prepared to preach the word of God. But somebody's got to help me. Somebody has to help me. Judge and counsel the people of God. And that's why we need some godly leaders here. The pastor needs to be able to put something in your hand and know that when I give it to you, that you're going to have it. And I don't need to be involved. If you're going to be a leader that assists the pastor, you've got to be able to carry it out just like the pastor would. Which means you spend time with him. You understand him. You know what he'd do and what he wouldn't do if you're going to be God's leader. You see, leadership can be glamorous. Oh, everybody wants to be a leader, but few want to pay the dues. Few want to pay the dues. In order to be a leader, there's got to be some training ground. There's got to be some preparation. There's got to be some things you got to take off and some things you got to put on. If you're gonna be a godly leader. Everybody, everybody thinks leadership is glamorous. I get some control, I get to do as I want, I get to uh, uh, use this and that uh, in the building, I can do whatever. But there's a there's a part of leadership that's not so glamorous. That's why we're gonna talk about today, profile of a godly leader. The first thing I want to talk about is is a godly leader ought to know the Lord. I did not get amen. no amen. amen. A godly leader ought to know the Lord. Amen. Amen. You see, I'm not talking about a leader in the street. I'm not talking about a leader 15 years ago. When God told you to lead in, in his house, that carries some kind of impact. It carries some meaning. We're talking about being a godly believer. And first of all, to be a god believer, but guess what? You got to know God. <laughs> Amen. Huh? Amen. To be a god believer, you've got to know God. How do we come to know God? The Bible says, but as many as received him, to them he gave the right to be called sons of God. If you're going to be a Godly leader, you got to know God. That means one day he knocked on the door of your heart. <coughs> he came to the house of your heart. He knocked on the door. And you said, who is, who is at, the, at the door? And he said, I am Jesus. And you said, what do you want, Jesus? And Jesus said, I want to come into your life. I want to come into your life. I want to fellowship with you. I want to have Uh, communion with you, but most of all, I want to wash away your sin. You see, when Jesus first came to your house and knocked on the door, he knew who you were. He knew who you were, Brother Zadis. You didn't have to get ready to to know him. He he was the one that chose to come to your house. But Lord, you don't know who I am, and I do. You don't know what I've done. Yes, I do. But I come to pay for all that you have done. I come to wash away your sin because I want to be your Lord and God. If you're going to be a godly leader, the first thing you need to do is know God. But then you need to be filled with the Spirit. It's one thing to know God, to know Him by name, but it's another thing to be filled with the Spirit. Jesus said, if I don't go away, the helper will not come. But he will come to you and he will help you. If you're going to be a Godly leader, like you've you got to get some help. You've got to realize that I can't run really the show by my, myself. Isn't that what Solomon said? Solomon said, I can't rule these people by myself. Lord, you must give me wisdom to lead your people. And that's what a godly leader has to do. You have to confess, I don't know what to do. I'll let you tell me what to do. Which means you've got to spend some time in his presence, Hearing his voice. So that you can lead his people. A godly leader must know the Lord. Huh? A godly leader must what? Know the Lord. Know the Lord. You can't be a Godly leader if you don't know him. Take time to get to know him. But God says, I won't hide myself from you. If you want to know the Lord, he will not hide himself. If you seek him, he will let you find him. The next thing I want to tell you, a Godly leader must be broken. What do you mean, Brother Pastor? A godly leader must have humility. If you're going to be a leader in God's church, you're going to have some brokenness in your life. What do you mean, Brother Pastor? The man who we're talking about in the text, Pharaoh is talking to Joseph. And Joseph said, can we find anybody like you that had the spirit of God? Pharaoh was a world man, but he realized that Joseph had the Spirit of God. He knew God. But 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 there's something you got to consider when you talk about Joshua being a godly leader. He had been broken. He had been broken. How was he broken, brother, pastor? When well, he was just a teenager, he lived with his family. He loved his family. And he communicated with his family. But one day this boy had a dream. Matter of fact, he had two dreams. And who did he tell his dream to? His brother. He was all excited because of the dream that God the Father had given him, and he thought other folks would be excited too. So he told his brothers. You know the story. What did his brothers do? They said he's dreaming, telling us his dream. Let's kill this dreamer and see what would happen to the dream. Let's kill this dreamer. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Joseph. All I did was tell them what God had told me. All I did was tell them what God had put on my heart. And then they threw me in a cave. And then they sold me as a slave. And then I got locked up in in prison. One thing after another. If you're going to be a leader, pay close attention. Who gave the boy the dream? God. Who gave who told the boy what was going to happen to him? God. But the very next thing, after God had told him how he was going to use him, he finds himself being thrown in a cave. He found that a hit had been put on him. I'm telling you, Jonah was broken. But it was necessary for him to be broken, brother, brother because God wanted to use him. But before God could use him, God had to break him of that pride. God had to go through some posture, some pain, to prepare him to be a godly leader. So if you want to be a godly leader, my brothers, my sisters, my leaders, let God break you. Let God break you. The Bible says God resists the pride the proud. If you let God, if you break yourself, then God won't have to. But if God's going to be able to use you as his leader, you've got to have some humility in your life. You've got to be broken. You know why you've got to be broken? Because we got a lot of pride, don't we? We are proud of ourselves. We are proud of what we have done. We are proud of what we got. We are proud of where we have been. Notice the subject in that that little statement. I. I. God's got to get you to to stop depending on yourself. Stop depending on I and depend on him. Y'all miss. God don't want you depending on yourself. He wants you to depend on him. He wants you to change it. I did this. No, don't say I did it. God helped me to do this. God showed me this. God took me there. So if you're going to be a godly leader, you've got to make your way up to the mountain like, like Moses did. You've got to go up to the mountain and you've got to talk with God. You've got to find out what God wants done. And after you find out what God done, you come back and implement your plan. You're, so you see, the one that you have to buy, it don't count for nothing. Mm-hmm. Only what God says and does counts for something. And if you don't find out what God wants, you ain't going to be able to do nothing. So a God leader ought to know the love A godly leader must be broken. And then, the last thing I want to talk to you today about, and we'll come back to this next week. A godly leader must have good character. You missed me. A godly leader must have good character. Brothers and sisters, you're only as good as what people think about. You are only as good as what people say about you. Look, look, even Jesus said, he asked his disciples, who do you mean say that I am? They have seen you. You are a servant of God. You love God's people. You love God's word. You love the house of the Lord. What kind of character do you have? Ooh. The Lord said be tra- transformed by the renewal of your mind. You know why God said that? Because the things that work, work on our mind are not fit for God's living. We need good character. We need a makeover. makeover. Y'all see it? those TV shows sometimes a makeover? I want to get a makeover. Somebody pays for a makeover. Look, if you don't be God's, name, you've got to have a makeover, and you ought to be the first one to realize on. I need a makeover because I'm not ready. I fall short, and see when you can admit that you fall short, God will give you up. Uh, a few years ago, there was some. Brother Newman, we fall down, but we get back up. We don't stay down. We get up again. We fall down. You see, 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 as humans, we fall down sometimes. But when you're in God's name, he don't let you stay down. I got a task I need done in Fort Worth, Texas. I can't go, I can't get to Fort Worth. So I'm gonna send my son in my place. So if I'm gonna send my son to carry out a task for me in Fort Worth, there's some things I gotta do. I gotta provide transportation for him. I gotta tell him what I want done. I have to give him some. Provision to get there, come back, and to, to, to eat and do things while he's there. So if I want him to go to full work for me and do something for me, I got to do something for him. It's the same way when God calls us. He knows what your needs are. He knows what you can do and what you can't do. And he will give you the necessary provision to carry out the task that he has called you to profile of a godly profile of a godly he is a person that came to know Jesus he confessed Jesus with his mouth believed in his heart that God the Father sent him into this world to save us from our sin and we invited that Jesus to come to our heart yeah. do you know that Jesus do you know about Jesus? Do you know it? he died on Calvary's cross? Nobody can take his life, but he gave his life. He gave his life for people like you and for us. Because we were created for fellowship with the Father. You see, man had broken fellowship with the Father. Jesus came to restore that fellowship because he had planned for you and I. Jeremiah had something to say about it. Jeremiah. He said, He tells us, God said, I know the plans I have for you, declared the Lord. God's got a plan for us. Whatever plan you had for yourself, God is taking your plan and enrolling you in his service. In order to show up To do what God wants you to do, the coming of His Son, Jesus Christ. Profile of a godly leader. Amen. Amen. And amen. Yes. We're coming. the And if you hear that voice and do it, then you are acknowledging what I'm telling you to do. What are you saying, brother, Pastor? God can tell you what he wants you to do right now, right at this moment. If he's speaking to you, do what he tells you to do. Amen? amen. Let's thank God for the one who's come. The Bible says the angels in heaven rejoice when one comes, amen? Don't take that light. Don't, if you can see in heaven right now, angels are shocked because one responded to the word of God. And the angels are excited about that when they see us respond to what God said. Let's see why I said